0: Welcome to the God as a Geek podcast, episode four hundred and eighty-six. And people watching or listening at home will never know how close I was to just choking on a glass of water the second the podcast theme ended. My name's Adam Cook. I'm your host, and I am joined by Mr. Christopher Hyde. Hello, Chris.
1: Oh, so I, I know it was funny. I, it depended how long that cough was going to go on for us. Yeah, like, is he going to yeah. be? Is he going to be the professional? We know he is.
0: And you, you he smashed is. it, so. He yeah. is, but his eyes are watering a little bit. So, <laughs> if you could just say hello to Lyle Carr so I can put the camera off me for a second. Hello, Lyle.
2: Hi there. I didn't choke on anything before we started recording. Uh, oh, that's a nice little cough going on in the back. No, there.
0: I, I actually um, I muted that so no one else
2: would Damn have heard that but you. Oh, no, now I just look like I'm sort of hearing things and yeah. Oh, wow. No, how is everyone there? Everyone's <laughs> good? Everyone's good? Yeah,
0: I'm I'm good. I'm glad I'm to good, hear yeah. it. I'm glad to hear it. It's 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 an interesting week because I feel like we've gone from where we were almost discussing like maybe we should just have a week off because there's not really a lot to talk about. And then as as I was sort of preparing for it, I, I I just started realizing there's games I've played that we haven't even mentioned, um, like Vampire: The Masquerade Blood Hunt, which we can talk about in a bit. Um, but, you know, I was interested to play that, but let's um let's just jump into jump into you, Mister <laughs> Hyde sorry me. um with what have you been up to this week so week,
1: I, I, I have been playing rogue legacy 2 so i i i say pre, i don't know if it's preview or early access it did it oh I, <laughs> god i don't know how long ago it was when it first sort of emerged as a thing mm ago months ago, i don't it seems like a long time ago anyway when i first first played this game but it's now fully released on uh on pc uh and so i've been giving it a bash
0: and yeah it I've was 2020 by the way it was years so was it, right. was, it, it was right like... yeah, it was august 2020 remarkably
1: long yeah. time ago um wow i i really like this game uh-huh. really really like this game i don't know how much either of you have played or how much of the original you you guys have played i think lyle liked it if i'm remembering correctly. no
2: you are incorrect i sort of thought it was, oh, was, a li- it? Oh, was i didn't really like the original oh, I kind yeah. of didn't really like how it controlled and i also sort of i think i usually like my roguelikes to be a bit more like each run you could win as opposed to each run you'll get a little granularly stronger, granularly.
0: Yeah. I, I, whereas I, it was my kind of, uh, I want to say PS Vita, PS Vita game when I went, yeah. last time I went on holiday, which tells you everything about when I last went on holiday, um, that game was out and um, it was my game of choice. I never finished it. I, I, I hate to be negative, but I think this game suffers a little bit from the same thing the first one suffers from, but in a different way. And I'm, I'm curious as to if you've... If you, I know you like it, but I'm curious... I don't, it's not that I don't. I do like it, actually. I played a little bit of this one as well. Um, okay, so... Yeah, all right. So I completely misread the room, which is very, very like <laughs> No, but, no, um... I do like it. I just think... So, like, Rogue Legacy 1, for, for mm-hmm. want of a better name, because it's not called that... um, it kind of was compared to other games in the genre like your mm-hmm. spelunkies and stuff i guess yep. would yeah, be yeah. the closest one and it's weird because i don't get this feeling from from when i'm playing rogue legacy 2 of this but when like i'm watching footage back like the stuff you're seeing like if you're watching the video version i feel like they've kind of cribbed from a different one now and it's kind of more dead cells but the issue I've got is that while I like Rogue Legacy 1, and, and indeed Rogue Legacy 2, the games that they crib from are better than these. Which, again, is not to say they're bad, but like the way you can smash through doors and, and the sort of progression of Rogue Legacy 2 feels like they've really, not lent into, but kind of taken note of Dead Cells a bit. Um, I mean, it, do-
1: it does feel... A bit more like Dead Cells than yeah. Rogue Legacy does, but I think that's a, a positive. If I'm sitting there thinking no, I'm again, enjoying it, this like Dead Cells, it's, and to it's be not me going to really shit. clear, no, 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 and, and to be really clear, this is more like Rogue Legacy than any of those other games. It's not like I'm not sitting there going, "Oh, they've moved so far away from any of this." If people liked or like Lyle didn't like Rogue Legacy One, yes, I don't think this game does enough to say oh well it's gonna it's gonna convince the non-believers to your point Lyle the thing you don't like about it in terms of the iterative progress that's mm, still there still there yeah. I mean unless you are some sort of wizard you are not going to beat this on your first go you're mm-hmm. not gonna yeah. do a perfect run you know this is a game designed to see how far you can get you learn a lot about what's going on yeah, you, you, you fail, but you you do progress, and and I actually that's that's more the road like that I prefer because yeah. I know I'm never going to be the person that's going to do them in one go, anyway. And there are certain um, there are certain road lights that punish you for death in the sense of there can be runs where you you are nothing, and it's like if you don't do certain things or achieve certain things, it's like well that was a waste of time. Um, and Rogue Legacy probably even more so than Dead Cells it's a bit like Hades in that respect for everything you you will get something Hades is probably the best comparison in terms of like progress because you're always collecting something that will
0: contribute to... But Don't you feel like it's it's an amalgam of those two but not quite as good as either? And again I'm not saying it's shit to be absolutely clear. I... Like there's, more this. there's more to there's more to Rogue Legacy two than the first one. Like it's a, it's a bigger, there, there, there more complete is, game. Like They've iterated upon it in, well.
1: Yes, they, they they have. With whilst it's still being Rogue Legacy. Yes, I just think it's really unfair to say, well, it's not Hades or Dead Cells, and so therefore, there. Because, and I know that's not quite what you're saying, but it also no. is in the sense that it's no, like it's just, the elephant just, in the room. And but there's and it's also like, it's
0: rare you get examples in a genre that are like, you're, like what you're not saying is. Oh I don't think that Dead Cells and Hades are the pinnacle of the pinnacle of the genre. You're not saying that because I know that's not what you think. But but it's it's rare that you get such sort of two examples that are just like bang they are yeah. the ones in a genre that I don't think it's been a I mean with whatever you want to call the genre now because I think with Rogue Legacy 2 as well like I know I noticed in the review Chris called it a Metroidvania and I didn't remove it or change it because he'd played more than me. Um but they are blending. They're starting to blend slightly because you get abilities I mean, I've, I've in Rogue not, Legacy 2 that allow you I've, to.
1: Unless it changes dramatically, I've not played it. I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania. I, I wouldn't, but, but I, I hadn't it
0: reviewed it. And it's, and it's, um, it's those I, I know you get skills and abilities that change. Yes, you
2: yeah. See
0: and what and I, I talk mean? That so and that, it, that, and that's, a, that's more of a Metroidvania y kind of trope. That,
1: it is. It is. Um, I mean, yeah. they call
0: it a roguelite. A light. yeah, L I T E. That's what they call it, but that I mean, it's don't... called
1: Rogue Legacy. Let's be really clear on it. The reason it's called Rogue Legacy is because it's a rogue light, and it's but it's built mm. upon the whole the whole principle of it is like you know you die and then you you take you're the heir of the person that's died, yeah. right? So you're carrying yeah, yeah. on the legacy. That's literally, I mean, the story. That's literally, I mean, there is more effort of the story this time around. much but, more. Yeah. Um. Essentially, that that's that's what it is. I mean, my. My personal opinion, um, we won't get into the argument of it today, that might even happen another day, I really, I think Rogue Legacy, and therefore by extension Rogue Legacy 2, are really, really strong examples of the genre. I,
0: yeah, I agree. We can
1: argue the, the puts and takes of the Hades and the Dead Cells and the Binding of Isaacs of this world, I guess, um, in terms of where people position themselves in terms of what they prefer. I think... Rogue Legacy was a really solid example of how to do that type of game well and I think Rogue Legacy 2 knows its strengths and so has kept a lot of that looks a lot nicer obviously cuz the yeah, the, no, the, the, the previous one had a very kind of almost pixelated retro style where they've very much gone for a kind of lovely kind of cartoony aesthetic that looks just re- it just looks really nice it's a bit like it's a bit like the the nobody saves the world type of of style it just looks really nice the lighting is really nice and stuff um the stuff they have iterated the the like i said the main thing that you'll notice you kind of touched on it is the abilities that you unlock Mm. um i thought when i played the preview of this or whatever we want to call it two years ago yeah the the access the first uh, early access piece there was you can unlock some of these. They like you have to do little trials to unlock these extra abilities. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and the first one is like being able to dash in midair. Which when I first started playing the game, I was like, "Why can't I dash in midair? I don't like it." It's like <laughs> I'm constrained. But like it's the first one of the first ones you unlock, and you have a little, you know, part of the trial is the tutorial of learning how to use it. Right? So it's quite effective in how it does it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then there's other couples of ones you you unlock to help you kind of progress certain parts of. Um, dungeons and overcome certain obstacles. But what it ends up becoming is um, the the game itself is split into different areas Mm. with a boss in each area. And from what I've played so far, which is exploring like areas one, two, and three, it seems to be after the first couple of abilities that you seem to unlock at random early on, then you have to kind of get to a new area to unlock that new ability, which basically allows you to traverse that new area Mm. um so it starts off and and in the preview as i'm sure i said this when the access said you know this is a really cool thing like you're gonna unlock lots of different new abilities and that's gonna be really exciting and the one thing i will say is it feels like that's why I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania because it's not like I'm unlocking it randomly, then going back to an area. I'm almost unlocking ability to explore the area in front of me, mm-hmm. and so therefore, that what that means is then when I die, and I will die, I don't have to refine that skill that I've got. I can just go back to the area and explore it freely. And so I wouldn't call it a Metroidvania, but like I say, that might mix and match later on in the game, you know, and be more of a backtrack overall area. So I, from what I've seen, I. I was a little bit disappointed with that aspect because at the start of the game, I thought, oh, I'm, there's going to be loads of these and I'm going to be, it's random whether I encounter one. And if I encounter one, it's going to be really exciting. And if, you know, that kind of like almost like random nature of things, if you encounter it, oh, great, I'll lock this one and I'll really try to nail this trial because if I do, then I'm going to lock something which is going to make the next few runs easier. Mm. Unless I've had really bad luck that's not been my experience of of the first few worlds it does t- it seems to be now you unlock this thing to progress in the new area that you've just unlocked so that was slightly disappointing because I feel like that maybe could have been better um but the movement the movement around the game is smoother the the, um, the s- selection or breadth of enemies, is better and more annoying <laughs> than than before. Um, look, it's always it's always going to be one of those games. It's all about patience. It's a bit like we said about Elden Ring. If you rush in and uh, you'll make mistakes, yeah, and you'll get you'll you'll take damage or die because you've been a bit of an idiot. And that tends to be when I die. Either I've gone in gung ho or I'm going a new era and don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's just got that I want to play one more. See thing. that's what I'm
0: missing. So I'm, I'm I, properly missing I, that in this one. I just, no, it's I'm just so, not pulling me through.
1: I can't get enough of it. Like when Fair I'm enough. playing it, I'm like, I just want to have one more go.
0: See if I can do that boss. Or see if I, you know, because I just don't feel like I'm playing. And this is again, I do like it, but the reason I'm not getting that is because every time I play it, I don't feel like I'm getting any. of an experience i wasn't getting before if that makes sense like i remember playing it in early access back back in 2020 and it's like this is the bones of it were there
2: yeah there was a lot
0: missing that they've added but like the bones of it were there like the 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 the, the sort of base building out the 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 the, the merchants in the base and that it was all there um i appreciate that i haven't followed it as closely as someone who's like mega into the development of it but um I, it's just, just alright for me. Like I'm, I'm, I, I would, I would probably rather play Hades or Dead Cells again because to me this doesn't quite feel new because it, it, it sort of isn't like it's that early access problem, really, and that's not their problem; it's my problem. But. I mean,
1: it feels new to me, and certainly newer than replaying an old game. Um, you know, I, I mean, I guess if it doesn't, if, if you're not getting that one more time feeling, then it's not really not like you know that's literally the whole point of these types of games no i just like i do
0: a couple of runs and i'm like
1: it's, it's, if you're not fine. if you're not getting the vibe of okay now i feel like i'm going to be a little bit stronger i've unlocked something i want to now you know a new, a new character type and i want to explore how they control and you know try and figure out if i can get a, a new way of playing with them all that stuff interests me um and i think i think coming off you know having played rogue legacy you know you know some of the basics which i think helps you know i think if you were going in this blind you might have a bit more of a barrier to entry in terms of like like i said that patience factor knowing what to expect and not letting death i guess annoy you um as much as it because i remember when i plus played i played it when it came out god oh, was it ps plus i think is when it i played was, Rogue yeah. legacy um Cause i'm a cheapskate um and i remember the first couple of times a few times i died on that i was like i am just not good enough for this game like I because you, you 2013 like, well, by the way what's that
0: 2013 yeah yeah well um yeah. wow is right what's that wow is right yeah <laughs> um makes me that makes me feel very That's very odd That's has 10 years ago <laughs> what um I, d- I don't know like i i, I don't i just there's there's a, there's an element in this game that a lot of games do, and it's kind of a Dark Souls thing. Like you have so, so you, you finish your run and you have got your currency and you and you build up whatever you want to put it into. You spec you know, whatever you want to do, and then to start your new run, you have to give your money back to Charon, don't you? Like to yeah, only what you don't spend. Yeah, yeah, but like when you, I know it sounds really silly, and petty. Perhaps, but like when you've got like thirty gold left, which is not enough to do anything with, it's just like, what? Why is that in here? Why? Why is that a thing? Why is that in here? Like, I, I know they did it before, and I know that loads of games do it, and they certainly aren't the only person that does it. Why are games becoming so focused on taking things away from you? Like, it's a, it's a thing. It it kind of when games try to be like Souls likes almost, and and you've you've played them, you've played these mm-hmm. games where they're trying to be Souls like, but they totally get the wrong message of why people enjoy Souls itself, Elden Ring or or, or Dark Souls or, or Bloodborne. But they've they've taken the oh yeah hard and punishing fuck them fuck them right. They've taken that and that's the message they've taken, and I feel like people are still taking messages and learnings from those games but they are absolutely missing the point like it isn't a, it's never been about punishment dark souls it's always been about learning pattern recognition and and stuff like that the the punishment is more of a you know it's carrot and stick thing but like so, so in a game like this where they take things off of you whether you got 33 or 403 you just didn't spend it or you forgot or whatever i don't get it i don't i don't understand why games are not this game it's a wider problem but games are becoming so, sort of preoccupied with punishing you and taking things away from you. I just don't. What would it hurt the game if you could go into the next run with all your money that you had left over?
1: I mean, I. I if you still it... shit you're
0: not going to get any extra. You're still not going to get any more. You're still going to. Well, you are no if cover. it
1: ke- I guess you are. I guess there's two things. One, I guess you would. I mean, there's nothing to stop it for the game, I suppose, from rebalancing it so you don't quite get as much money knowing that you're going to be able to, to save it. I guess the view I've always taken with it is it encourages you to go, okay. It forces the iterative progression, doesn't it? Because it forces yes, no, you because to...
0: you won't end a run with the exact amount of money you need to do the exact amount of things you want to do. You have to then go through another run, or, no, or you've but, not got but, quite but, enough. But it, it just but, seems. But,
1: but what it does do is it forces you to, to iteratively progress and invest. Because if you, but you could still do you, that. No, I. Know, but you can, but if you, if you if your money never leaves you, you could just go ask. Oh, go, go straight for another run. And I won't. I'll just keep. I'll just keep hoarding what's, money. Why would that be bad? Do. What's that? Why because would that be a bad thing? Well, I'm not saying it would be a bad thing. Oh. I'm saying this game is built around iteratively progressing. And if you just take away the mechanic that forces you to do it, then it, in my in my opinion, it would damage that side of it. I'm not saying that it's it's not a deal breaker for me. Whether it, whether Karen's there is not. I don't think that for me. That's that's. I wouldn't. If it wasn't in Rogue Legacy tournament, ah, that's a uh, like that's I said, a it's a petty thing.
0: thing, it's a silly thing. I just, I'm just, I'm noticing more and more games are leaning in towards the sort of removing things from you and punishing. And I don't, I, I, I I'm the oldest here, but I'm not that much older than you. And I just, games are supposed to be fun first and foremost. And like, there's a all four, all different forms of fun. How you yeah. are. <laughs> and i find it really fun that's cool and that's something there are all full of. i just i like difficult games i'm just getting a bit tired of stuff being taken off me we should listen we should talk about another game um because we're not we're definitely definitely not going to agree <laughs> definitely not going to agree on this, agree on this one, uh, although I, like I say i do like it i just don't think it's I'm, incredible. i'm
2: kind of interested to see what side i fall on but i do think the fact that i'm generally lean more towards the Spolunkies and Binding of Isaacs than I, the uh, I, th- I, think, I think and...
1: you'll fall off it quickly. Yeah, I don't think possibly, this is going to change minds. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the wrong type of roguelike for you. Yeah, It might surprise you, but if you fell off Rogue Legacy yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, see don't think it. there's enough yeah. here to make you go game changer. It's it's There's a lot of similarities.
2: I'm going to give it a go though. We'll see.
0: Maybe I've just soulsed out and all those souls things are just Grating, I don't know. Maybe you just need a really happy, cathartic zen co op experience. Oh yes, Adam. Chris. What oh, Christ nearly called you Chris White. Fucking hell. Oh yes. Oh talking yes, Chris, Chris Hyde. What game might that be? I don't know. What have you been playing, Adam? Oh we did me. Okay. Well Astroneer's yeah. back in the rotation. Um <laughs> Jesus Christ, could you say it with less enthusiasm? Well no, because <laughs> like, I, I got all the, I got like a hundred percent of the gamer score for this. Um and I, I genuinely brag. was sad That's when I did That's what we do, it though, was... not it, when we
1: co-op games? We just get into kind
0: of, kind of is. But it was also more of a, like, I don't know. I almost felt, like, sad because I, it was that was probably it, if that mm. makes sense. Like, this is nothing, Absolutely. There, there really wasn't more to do at that stage. We had sort of been everywhere, seen everything, and done everything. Yeah. Um, but they've added a significant amount of content, actually, which is impressive. Because yeah. part of me was, like, thinking, go make Astronaut 2 or, or, or something. Yeah. um but they've just they've added a significant amount of content including like um t- sort of tutorial methods like to to ease people into the game the new game and we we you know we we bought a server so we could continue like you know so it's a persistent world I don't want to spend hours and hours talking about this because we've talked about it quite a bit on the pod anyway mm. um it's just like i'm really impressed with how much they've added and 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 how they've sort of iterated upon it i, f-
1: I was really impressed with the Tutorial stuff. Yes. Like the way they've revamped it because like I remember when I first started, and there is like missions like, right, now go here. Here's what a here's what a tether is, which keeps your oxygen up so you don't die. Here's how you farm resources. So there mm-hmm. was a tutorial before you started in the in the in the original original, you know, the game before they kind of reworked it before they updated it. Um but I really think they've clearly taken a step back and gone, this could be improved. you know clearly taken on feedback and i've thought the the sort of mission-based well if you do this then you'll you'll figure out how to do this and we'll reward you with this i just i think that's a really i do have concerns
0: over that though because i feel like one of the things about astronaut was genuinely brilliant for us the first time was that it was so much this is because this is what no man's sky the problem then this is how i ended up back on it essentially no man's sky is the game i kind of think i want in my head, but Astroneer is the game I actually want because No Man's Sky is too broad, too broad, whereas this has things you can do, but within reason and within limit. And I think by adding the mission structure and it's early days, so I'm not saying this with absolute confidence, but it's early days, the mission structure feels like it kind of makes it a bit linear, whereas really it's anything but, but it does lead you down the garden path a little bit. And I'm not clear that if I, personally, I I liked the way we discovered it felt organic whereas I think by literally saying to someone do this you remove the organic nature which was already there they kind of hit the jackpot of that it worked it was organic no, I think I'm not saying yeah. I'm that I'm not confident I'm no, saying no I that. think I think yes
1: although we blatantly looked stuff up to make it as, not as linear as, as linear as we yeah, wanted but... in that moment so yeah, we were like,
0: like Getting that mini-RTG, which will mean nothing to anyone who hasn't played it. But seeing that as an unlock was like, what? Now, I don't think it... I, I haven't investigated it fully. It's not the same thing. No, it means... isn't. It's, it's no, more like it's, a miniature it's, version. It's, it's a
1: literal miniature version. But, but it it's still the same feels like... like
0: I think we would have been 20 hours deep before we had any way of being sustainable away from it's gonna, base.
1: It, it, it makes certain things that we're going to have to do in the next few playable hours a little bit easier, because it's less faffing, right? Because if you want to set up a power in another planet, then it's going to be a lot easier than burning organic weather. But, like, I was thinking about this earlier, actually, because I was like, you know, um, like, thinking about No Man's Sky and Astroneer and stuff, and I was like, right, it's really interesting, Astroneer just seems to be like like the perfect sweet spot in the Venn diagram of what we all want. Um, you know, when we're playing co-op games, because like we've played Satisfactory, and I think that's very much in my vendor. Satisfactory's
0: um, closer to Astroneer not, than than, than, yeah. than yeah.
1: But then I would argue that no man's sky could have been nearer you yep. with like cars and spaceships and exploration it's and stuff. It's, it's too much. But it's too much and it's the co op's crap. So yeah. I, that that we had to just bin that and go, well, nice experiment, but no. And then we've come back to Astroneer and gone it's it's the perfect in the middle, and like I say, now we've got the now we've got the server and other people are joining. It just it's just a nice thing, and like I say, you come back to the it's you, you say it so many times, but just games are fun. Gaming with other people is fun. Having a central discussion point on games is fun and it's interesting. And mm-hmm. you know, keep plugging our uh, <laughs> our patrons and our Discord. But like you know, we've got a fair few people now signed up for the. Um, Coming, joining the server so we can play it all at the same time so that's that's gonna be good fun when we get a few of us on uh playing together because even a couple of people who haven't played the game before have gone i'll have a i'll have a gander now we can all play together so um yeah just we've talked about it a lot before i don't know you don't make every podcast the astroneer show but um a lovely game they've added some stuff like i was playing it last night and they'd added some stuff and i was like what is what is this yeah, what's going on what 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 is this so i was discovering and i think that's good there's probably more of that that later on as well so yeah i love that game mm. it's just so nice um i mean that's yes. a hell of a
0: segue because the other game i've been playing um is not well no <laughs> it's it's good it's a good game but it's not nice it's not so, nice <laughs> so vampire the masquerade blood hunt which i believe is blood space hunt i think it is actually two words um which i didn't know video games video games no yes. uh blood hunt no doesn't work so blood hunt <laughs> is a battle royale where you're a vampire with guns okay now i'll preface this by saying i actually think this is a really good game and it's a, i don't know, i think it's shark mobs debut it might be their debut um i think it's a really good game really well made um it's incredibly fast paced like incredibly fast paced to the point where i can't I can't play it like it's got it's got a down but not out mechanic but for solo so like you have lives like if you die you have lives sort of thing and that kind of makes the battle mm-hmm. royale this where it's like there's a, there's a red mist um, coming in on you uh, f- sort of feel a bit weird <sighs> it's it's mega fast you can run up walls and stuff you know infamous style or, or prototype style you the, the masquerade thing comes in that you can you can find like human ais to kill and each of them will give you like a buff to it certain powers but if you're spotted doing it you've you've you know you've broken the masquerade and then you're like hunted by everyone and everything so you sort of want to you want to do it but you want to do it and get not when everyone else is around like there's different Right. different things for each each human will have a different thing like you can get extra lives off of them um and so sorry so no, is, that, is that the
1: solo part or the battle royale part
0: it's both no there, there is no so, there's so, no solo game there's no solo game i mean single, right, so, in battle royale so, so singles
1: in the battle royale there's presumably other vampires yes and there's just npc people yes and if the, and if you get spotted by another NPC person,
2: well, I believe it's the, there's a
0: certain like it's a weird faction, and I believe if you're spotted by them, they, they they basically all come for you, and you're like lit up on the map, and like everyone knows where you right, are. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Again, um, get that, that. So you're lit up
0: on the map. Okay. That makes yeah, more sense. Yeah. And, and like right, the, okay. the 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 enemy AIs that can hurt you will come for you. It's yeah. it's like Fortnite in other respects. Like there's loot everywhere, and you can pick it up and upgrade stuff and equip shields. I. It's kind of weird as well because like you're a vampire but you're using a, a assault rifle i was going to ask i presume them vampire bits just for like melee and the melee is just so, eating people me- melee weapons are melee weapons like, oh. each each class has a skill so like you can i think each class has the jump skill like you know the big vampiric jump thing where you can launch yourself across and i think then there's like a unique skill for whatever class you pick like one does like this big, that like, you jump up in the air and do a big like earthquake when you land. One does like a, a melee, almost force push to get people away from you. Um, and when people, when you down people, that like, they can like properly kill you, or you can actually just get back up if you if you you know if you're you know good enough, I suppose. But you you know they can properly kill you, but then you got to feed and get your hunger back. And it's like it's actually a, like everything about it's really cool. But all I was left wishing was that I was, it was a single player game with that existed with these mechanics. Like, or right. a co-op game where you and a vamp, your vampire buddies... Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I'm not on a big co-op kick at the moment, but I, even <laughs> like a single-player version of this game, yeah. like, with, it's like, you know, the way Titanfall had that swift movement and everything. It would be so cool. It, 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 I I kind of wonder about... Um, is it Redfall? That yes. Yeah, I kind of wonder if Redfall's going to be a first-person version of this. Yeah,
1: because... Like the things you're talking about, I just I can imagine like say like if you can imagine you were going through a I guess an area or whatever and like you had to try and stealthily take down people and if you did do that as a duo, yeah. that'd be cool and stuff like that. that. That that has definitely got legs. Yeah. You know, you know, in, in that sense. Um It's just so so yeah. fast paced that
0: I, I can't I Have can't
1: have we got a montage like we did with Chris White with Cod of you just swearing
0: at it? No, because I, I'll be honest with you. I, it, it's it's one of those... I kind of accept it. I'm just not quick enough for this. Um, I, I believe also that a lot of people are suggesting play with cross-play off because obviously you don't want to go up against console players. Sorry, right. PC players on console. Mm-hmm. Like The footage we're showing off is, is PS5 footage. It's a nice-looking game and it, and it controls and plays well. I just... I just... I don't know, man. Like I mean, it's... It, I, I don't think it's quite got the, a big enough hook that people are going to go, oh, yeah, I'm not going to play Fortnite or or mm. Apex or, or whatever their Battle Royales, you know, multiple Battle royals of choice are.
1: Yeah, and it does feel like if you're only going to be a Battle Royale, that's what you're yes. competing with, isn't it? So it's yeah. like it has to be something special. Whereas if you say there is Battle Royale in it, but there's also something else, then at least there might be, you know, other people might say, okay, I'll give it a look it's a very i guess in that sense it's a bold move and sticking to what you want it to be but
0: i just like i say with like vampire games i don't think we actually get as many as you would you think
2: you no know, we when, really don't
0: we, we really don't you know when you think back to like, the it, little, it, and soul it, it's and a
1: like... really good point you ro- i roll my eyes whenever i see another vampire game thinking
0: oh, it's and like i said another, vampire. another actually, vampire then try and
1: yeah. list them and it's like it's not so easy
0: no and and then like so i guess when one comes out like this and it's like a battle royale it's like it's you know it's it's well made like there's nothing about this game i think is bad really i just i wish it was a single player game i wish i wish the mechanics for this game were in a single player adventure like in in you know like i wish i wasn't having to go against human beings with like faster reactions than me and get you know get killed repeatedly and people who just play have more time than me to know what the mechanics are you know it's it's what it is um yeah i i I don't think i'll play more of it but i do think it's a good game and it is free to play so if you're looking for a battle royale and you want a bit of vampire action go for it uh lyle what have you been up to
2: uh well most of what i've been up to i for this sounds dodgy most of what i've been up to i can't talk about um but um in terms of video games in terms of the videogamies but um i so for the podcast i played something on game pass because uh-huh. i thought that would be a, a nice idea so i played chinatown detective agency which is unlike anything i've ever played to be honest it's and you have played some weird and I, weird and shit I have. I've, I I play the weirdest and the most wonderful. And Chinatown Detective Agency is sort of unlike anything else. So it's basically it's sort of like it. It comes across as sort of your standard adventure game. It's set in the sort of fairly near future. I think it's twenty thirty seven specifically. Um, and you um, run your own detective agency in Singapore uh, and. Uh, so people come to you with cases and you have to solve them in, you know, the sort of adventure game style you'd expect. But the, mm-hmm. the main hook, the thing that makes this so different to other games is, whereas in most, you know, adventure games, you'd be like using the logic of the game to solve a problem, you'd be like, You'd be figuring out what the game wants you to do in the game's world. Mm-hmm. In Chinatown Detective Agency, you'll be ge- given things, and the game openly says in the tutorial: "Use Google." You need to find out what these things are. This isn't this okay. isn't a game where you this isn't a game where you're gonna be able to figure it out just by looking at the game. Like you, the example and what's going to be in the footage. I imagine at some point, I don't actually watch as we're. Recording, because I don't trust the the, uh, Chromebook. Um, But um, the, the sort of first example, one of the early cases is you get given a stamp and it's a real world stamp that's from a specific country and it has, you know, another country's language on it and you have to figure out where the stamp's from. So you have to figure out like okay, maybe searching for one of these words, I'll be able to get a little bit of a sense of where it's from. Uh, I literally looked, I've been on stamp database websites now because I was looking for the solution to this puzzle and this game to find out where it's from. Um, And like, then alongside that there was like, you also need to see where the stamp was sent from because it has a cancellation stamp on it. And I didn't know most of these postal terms at all so to Google I went and you know you're looking all these different things up just
0: to to be clear you went to Google for postal terms
2: well I I mean I guess so yeah Google presumably the one
1: thing you don't Google is Chinatown detective agency walkthrough (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that is the main issue is, and it did happen a little bit when I was sort of searching for like Ottoman Empire cities stamp, like yeah. fairly high up in the SEO. You do have to kind of like double check that the link you're going to click on isn't just like how to beat the stamp puzzling. Yeah, yeah <laughs> But yeah. like it's kind of it is done well enough that like you're going to be searching for things that are more vague and less connected to the game. Like you're oh, going to be man. trying to figure out.
0: By the time I decide to get time to get play this, it's going to be fucking ruined, isn't it? Modern, uh, well, modern life has ruined the games. It's been a game... while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I know, but modern life has, has ruined it. Thought... You're right. If you Googled, like, Chinatown stamp, I bet you, I bet you there'd be, like, walkthrough. Yeah. Yeah. See, huh. I mean,
2: there are, but at the same time, like, I mean, it. I think it happened once to me when I was actually playing in terms of, as I was, like, you know, it was during the stamp part of the game, but, like, I do kind of think that like what you'll be Googling, you never, none of the puzzles are ever anything to do with the words Chinatown detective or agency, which I think probably helps. Mm. Um, Like the stamps that you're looking for the country's origins of, they're not like, they're not connected to the name quite. so. I mean, it has only come up a couple of times and I have noticed and not clicked those links and, you know, done my own research. It's the one problem with what is a really cool system, an idea of a game that you can, you can use your own, like investigate like you are you're a legitimate investigator like you're not doing anything that the person in the game wouldn't be doing in that situation you know i've been given this stamp i'm trying i'm supposed to return it to the country it's from and like take it to them to one of their museums and you know figure all this out and you know in in real life you do that um it's a game that it doesn't hold your hand at all so like And it's very specific with what you want to do. Like, to get to any of the countries, you have to go onto the game's flight booking system and check the times of flights compared to where you're at now, uh, to what time it is now, and then arrive at the airport three hours before the flight. Um, And if you don't do that, then, you know, there's a wait option, so you might have to wait around instead. Um, It's like, it's just very unique it's not what games do and in some ways like the inconvenience of having to book your own flights in a video game might annoy some people I thought it was quite uh, an interesting thing but like the 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 idea of you being an investigator who has to google things I like I really do like the idea of um mm-hmm. I mean it's not like there it's not a game without its issues like I think the voice acting is pretty universally like shaky iffy um and like in terms of i mean i've not played a huge amount of it i've played a few hours and in terms of like overarching story it's not really hooked me in that way yet but like on a case-to-case basis like like finding out what a quote is from a book or different little things like that by googling it's like it's a cool experience and i've sort of been playing it like semi co-op with my partner in the background so like he can be googling while i'm playing and we can try and like work together on it and it works really well for that it's that sort of mm. it's that sort of narrative and thought provoking game where bouncing ideas off each other works really well i think yeah, i really like it. it does it does look I,
1: do, I mean yeah i was about to say that actually like it's cool i hadn't even thought about because i think i'm thinking about actually how Co op sounds actually perfect for this game because yeah. <laughs> otherwise you kind of have to stop playing to, yeah, do
0: all the Googling. to, to Google. Yeah, someone else could Google for you. Whereas yeah. actually, yeah. if someone's
1: Googling yeah. for you and you're going, oh, I've actually checked that, I've just had that thought, I think it would be. So they're your you bitch, is what that, you're saying.
0: That, that? You're, they're your bitch, is what you're saying. You're going to be yeah. the player. You've got to have yeah, someone
1: but... that is passionate about Googling. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> You, yeah but like if that if you if you ha- find someone then an seo yeah, expert
0: that, that... i love it i love the <laughs> idea of someone in the background you're going god i didn't optimize this this is this should be higher in the rank was, no sorry i'm looking but you know you can't switch it off once you turn it on it's you know you can't switch this kind of passion off oh uh beirut <laughs> and then moving on like uh, uh, it's cool that's cool well, yeah, it's
2: it's very interesting.
0: You know what time it is, everybody. It's time for Chris Hyde's listener correspondence.
1: Still not had anything from Steve. Nice. I, I don't know if he's just doing it on purpose now or, or what. I, I don't was going to
0: join in with you then, but I was worried I'd sing as Chris White's listener correspondence. <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, would have done. I'm, I'm that sort of that way today that I'm like I just leave it. I will let him have his moment and not harmonise with him. Whereas, yeah. I mean, I the fact that you think we'd be harmonized
1: is incredible. Like, I can't oh, no, sing. I would be. I'm saying I oh, you just yeah, harmonized yeah, just, to just my It's been very clear, tea. I'd
0: be harmonizing to whatever you were singing. I'm just, yeah,
1: okay, fair enough. It. Um, so, uh, Mick, uh, so granite, I don't know, he's gone all tropical, granito, on me. granito funky, 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 infinito. infinito. Um, like note. last week, he's given us questions to each of us. So, I'll start with Adam's questions, okay, really simply thoughts on crocs. Oh,
2: Careful the, now, the shoes. And I
1: imagine. The shoes. I imagine the shoes. Did we
0: not, not have like... enough shoe talk last week? You we but he knows this time. Oh, oh, that your... that the argument... oh, that... oh, I forgot that. That's probably why he's asked, yeah, to get another shoe-related rant. No shoe rants this week. Um, I don't like Crocs. Uh, I, if I were to wear Crocs... I think my next thing would be also to Drop receive a divorce fee. in the pay, in the post. So oh, I, well, I, I I do not I'm not a fan of Crocs. Sorry, Lyle, that you're probably say, wearing Crocs right now. I think he's wearing them right now. Lyle.
2: I'm currently wearing Crocs. I'm, I wear Crocs. Yeah, I, I'm not pretty a fan, much sorry. everywhere I go. Do, sorry.
1: Do you have? Like a, I imagine you're a man with a Crocs collection. Do you have any exotic Crocs, like a Pokemon Croc or something?
2: Um, I don't because the thing about Crocs, I don't have a Croc collection because the thing about Crocs is that after about walking around with them for about two or three weeks, they've rubbed a hole in the bottom and you need to get a new pair. <laughs> they
0: sound comfortable. So why do you wear Crocs again? Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: oh, the only places is highlighting well, their main go.
0: floor. What are, well, like, is it? Crocs that make the, the the one that like um, it's like a glove for your foot. Have you seen them? Yeah. They're like literally shaped, yeah, feet, toes, and foot shaped.
2: I've they're never tried crocs. that. I've only ever gone no, that, basic uh, that's, croc. That's, I'm afraid.
0: Basic croc. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so you don't like crocs? No, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, thoughts on Tomb Raider and Deus Ex's future? I think they're probably bright, isn't it? I think I think Square Enix will constantly going on about how, and they do this a lot anyway. That, that you know the games haven't hit their sales targets. I think yep. it, I think I think it's 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 quite a bright future. I reckon. I mean,
1: I think it has to be. Otherwise, it would the deal wouldn't have happened, right? Like, I feel like the in, the intent.
0: Yeah, you 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 don't you don't buy a studio like Crystal that... Dynamics. And idos and and well I don't know what they'll be called but Square Enix Montreal you don't buy them unless you're going to get them to make some games I mean exactly yeah that's what yeah. I mean yes. yeah Square yeah, Enix sure. Montreal if I remember correctly or it might be idos one of those studios has been making kind of mobile games for a while like you know, the yeah, go it's, games it's, Square, it's Enix Square Enix Montreal Enix yeah Montreal it's, it's the, Montreal, the sort of like Hitman yeah. Go Tomb Raider go, go, go yeah, yeah. and uh, there was another one Deus Ex Go in fact oh, yeah. um, and I think there was another one as well but I can't place it but yeah you would like to think. Because it's weird. Because the Tomb Raider reboot was amazing, Rise of the Tomb Raider was amazing, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider should have been amazing, but they for some reason handed development off to Ida's uh, Ida's Montreal, I think it was. Um, well, I suspect that's when Crystal Dynamics started making Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. So it's it's. I mean, do you know there must be some messiness involved as well? Because you know you think about it, Crystal Dynamics are the developer of Marvel's Avengers. So by the time this wraps up. I can't imagine that the you know the legality of being able to use marvel is going to transfer with their development studio which suggests to me that avengers is finished now and that's that that's all gone they're not going to because they won't be able to work on it anymore because they won't have a license I don't know I, don't, I really don't know but as for Deus ex I I'm, I I I hope they come back with a with a really good game someone but I mean I don't really know how big Crystal Dynamics has gotten in terms of studio size. We know they're working on a new Tomb Raider. We know they are still working on Avengers. And I believe there's a third project, but I can't think what that is right now. So I think bright, but I do think it could be a little while before we see an awful lot from, mm. from these studios and these games. You know, you've got to remember they've got Thief as well. Like Thief's been dormant since like 20. Mm. Oh, I don't know, was it 13? On Xbox I so no, Don't look. All these. Yeah, looking it was. These year, early one it made me feel yeah. old. But I mean, I'd, I've never been a huge fan of Thief, but I mean, you know, I, I found it interesting in the statement that Embracer Group said, like, properties like Legacy of Kane, and it's like, you know, I mean, don't mention that if you're not going to do if anything. Then, if it's it. dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if you, yeah. If you do not have plans to do anything with that, then shut the fuck up. Because that has, it's been too long. Like The Soul Reaver games were great. Legacy of Kain was very different, but it was good. Like If you have no plans to do anything with those properties, you've just bought them as part of a package deal, absolutely fine. What I would say is that Embracer Group did THQ, didn't they? They, they, they bought THQ's remaining assets and brought them back as they changed from Nordic Games to THQ Nordic, mm-hmm. and games come out under THQ again, technically. So I would i'll be honest with you i don't you know no one's i'm never going to sit here and go i'm a huge fan of corporate takeovers and it doesn't really matter to people like us but i would say that what embrace group have done with the stuff they've taken us so far gives me a little bit of confidence not necessarily that there'll be like 10 out of 10 triple you know quadruple a games but that they probably will do something with the dormant ips yeah i'd be surprised if they just bought all of them and just went they seem to use what they've got you know destroy all humans came back you know um Stuff like that under THQ Nordic. And so I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. We'll see.
1: Okay. Now, mm-hmm. food related question because why not? Because yeah, I'm hungry. BLT or PBJ or Reuben sandwich. Now, I don't know what a Reuben
0: sandwich is. Oh, well, I was hoping you would. No. Uh, it's like I a, think new it's of, a new yeah, Lyle sort I think
2: it's, I'm pretty sure it's like corned beef on rye bread, if I recall. It's, it's very American.
0: So oh. I've got it up here. Uh, the ruben sandwich is a North American grilled sandwich, so already I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. Composed of corned beef, okay. Swiss cheese, yep. Sauerkraut, I don't think I've ever had it. Thousand Island dressing or Russian dressing, g- grilled between slices of rye bread. It's associated with the kosher-style delicatessens, but it's not kosher because it combines meat and cheese. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, oh. Well, I wouldn't eat a BLT um, if you paid me. No, I don't like, why? Because it's not baking like in it. Tomato. Thought...
1: Oh, okay. Uh, and okay. you, can, you yeah. can take
0: the tomato out, but you never quite get rid of the, fillet, the taste of it. And it also still remains a little bit wet. If you're yeah, making no, a BLT, toma- I'll the tomato there. In, Tomatoes and sandwiches
1: can do when I. Yeah, I don't, don't be yeah, putting tomato yeah, in the sandwich. No, I agree with that.
0: So I would probably not have that. PBJ, um, or peanut butter and jam, for those yeah. um, watching. I like the peanut butter part. I, My wife and my kids like the PB and the J. I don't think it needs the J. The PB is enough for me, so, so I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. And the Reuben sandwich—it's uh, probably the Reuben sandwich, and I just hope I like sauerkraut because it's quite nice. Yeah, I mean, I might. I mean, I'd, I'd like. I like the rest of the stuff in there. So I think, I think with the cheese and the and the, and the corned beef, it would probably be quite salty. But I'm yeah. up for it. I'm up for it with the, with the toasting and the and the grilled, sorry, and the rye bread. I, I, I must admit, looking at yeah. pictures of a Reuben sandwich, I'm looking at it and going, poor oh, bloody hell, I am hungry. Why do we do a podcast at dinner time? <laughs> um, so probably that. Reuben sandwich, I guess. Cool.
1: Um, i do mine next because the order he's asked them. So he's asked me, without getting into spoilers and being as vague as possible, that's my jam, what do you think of the last third of Tales of Arise? So I think I know what he's getting at here in terms of the story. Um, I really enjoyed it. No surprise. I really like Tales of Arise. Um, I think if you're invested in the characters and then their, their character arcs, it's really, really strong. Um, they they I, I've heard some people say that they they didn't like some of the stuff at the end as much. I think that's probably because they do do what some do do uh what what some kind of stories do where because you have to hold back you have to hold back reveals so you don't show your hand too early in a story that then becomes a bit of a exposition sort of dump near the end to try and say and now this and this and this and so now let's do the end game they do do a bit of that to try and show show you the hand a little bit but late enough so it's there's still suspense throughout the story. And I heard some people say they don't like that as much. I still think it lands. And I think, like I say, the character developments are very strong in this game. So I I really liked it. Um, like I said, Shion in particular um, is really well done. Uh,
0: so, yeah. I really liked it, but do you, probably Do you want me to surprise. ask you the questions so you're not literally asking yourself questions. If
1: you think that Chris Hyde's listener correspondence would flow better if someone else asked me my questions, then I think by all Rather means, than
0: you ask yourself, So, do you want to play Total War Warhammer 3? And did you um, check any of the Three Kingdoms DLCs barring The Furious Wild? So
1: I have already played Total War Warhammer 3. You have, haven't you? If, uh, if, if you go on the site, you'll see some fantastic guides written by a certain Chris Hyde. To help you figure out the differences between the various factions in that game. Um, so I've already played it. So that answers that question. I already have. Um, did I check out any of the Three Kingdoms DLCs, Baron in the Furious World? Yes. Um, there's about four of them that I think I reviewed for, for the site. So there's various reviews up on the site. I'm just reminding myself of their names. Uh, A World Betrayed, I did. Uh, Kingdom. Uh, Mandate of Heaven, sorry. And eight princes DLCs, as well as the main game and Furious Wild, which uh, Mick said. So, uh, yes. So I've okay. I played a lot of them and enjoyed most of them. I think most of them are excellent, and some of okay. them are good, as you will see
0: by reading the reviews. Given, given that this is temporarily Adam Cook's listener correspondence, mm-hmm. I don't want any long-winded answers. I need you to be Mister in courtroom. Wink here. What it and would just give me an answer. What is your favorite co-op game on console right now?
1: Astroneer.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's I, I was that gonna was say easy. hang on, but no, you're quite right. Yeah, it's, Yeah. No. Or Ooh, FIFA it takes Astronair. two. Right now I, I took it to mean as in you're playing it right now. So yeah. I okay. so same here, so oh, AstroNe well. or FIFA, but Astroneer is the one yeah. that came to mind. Yeah. yeah no fair okay and i'll just hand you back the reins chris okay
1: so back to chris hi listener the didn't, didn't, need, a, didn't need a second one but okay what's that i don't think we needed a second theme tune but just... <laughs> uh, oh, it's not your part of the show so no. shut up no I'm, um, I'm the it. esrb Shh. the esrb ratings for legends arceus i still don't know if that's arceus or arceus it's arceus um BDSP, am I going to mind? Uh, Brilliant Brilliant Diamond Diamond Shining Pearl. Point to both getting paid DLC in some form. What would you like them to add as this paid DLC or expansions?
2: Okay, well, I didn't play Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, so I'd like them to add the ability for people who don't own the game to play it for free by (laughs) downloading the expansion.
0: Via paid
2: DLC. By paid DLC. You paid for the (laughs) DLC and it's...
1: so you want like the game and the DLC for like twenty quid? For,
2: for yeah, uh, yeah that's not ma- free, at most.
1: <laughs> well, I'm guessing he's paying it's, for the DLC. Yeah, okay. isn't this
0: this thing about the what's it? Uh, what's the thing called where you can transfer Pokemon, transfer Pokemon in and out of games?
2: Oh, like isn't Pokemon, that what is this is referring to? Yeah,
0: like the Pokemon Bank, because you have to pay for a subscription on that, don't you? Well, yeah, you, had to, yeah, well, you have to buy the thing. Is that not what this is? Is am I am I getting the wrong? I thought that's the, it's a bit like you know includes downloadable content. It could be like a it could be anything, but I feel like that that's what this was the thing that you have to you pay for it to allow you to. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but I, I, I took it to be.
2: I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know. I, I I I played the I played Arceus and enjoyed it, but I haven't really thought about it since, and I haven't really kept up with the. That's fair. The nitty-gritty, but if I'm gonna say, I guess if I'm gonna also answer if there's paid DLC for Arceus, I mean more of it. Yeah. Like the to be more of more it. More, of them, more, another more area. The, yeah, another area and the other area to be quite like densely packed with new Pokemon. I don't really want a Pokemon from old areas if to be if you
1: open up a new area it's just Bidoofs, I'll be like Deuce and <laughs> starlies <Amazing. Yeah>, yeah.
2: <laughs> That would be <laughs> yeah.
0: amazing. A new little map bit, and everything's Bidoof. I-
2: <laughs> actually, yeah, I, that's that's actually my new answer. I think I think it can have two pounds. areas. It it can have two areas, and it can it for the paid DLC. But to get to the second one, that's full of all the amazing, exciting Pokemon, everyone loves you have to play like ten hours of Bidoof Island.
0: Bidoof's up inside, you, finding an entrance <laughs> where they can. Yeah.
2: <sighs> yep.
1: Okay, Lyle. Favorite thing to eat with coffee in the morning.
2: Okay. Um.
1: This could be this could be weird for you, right?
2: I just sort of eat anything at any time. That's yeah, what I mean. so,
1: that so if this question was to me and Adam, I think it'd be more standard. But for you, this could be.
2: I think so. Yeah, uh, right now, I'm just gonna say I'd really like a cheese twist from Co-op. Oh, you know, like it's like yeah, sort of exactly. like a... Yeah, the pastry well. ones. You mean the yeah. pastry ones? Yeah,
0: big, big, big. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just—I I always really liked them. I got there was a time where no matter any time I went past a co-op, I always got a cheese twist, and that's why I am the way I am now. Yeah, so I, I had a problem do it with anymore. them
0: when they first started doing them. Would you right. just
1: warm it up a little bit?
2: Um, I find they overbake a lot of them
0: though. Now, yeah, just they me or just do. our one? They feel like they've been yeah. in there just a little bit too long. Uh, right, really. Mm. Yeah, but like, really when sad. you get the right sort oh. and
2: it's fresh. Yeah, perfect. That's what I'd have with my coffee. That's my answer, I guess. It's a great
0: Good answer. answer it's a great answer.
1: Favorite Final Fantasy game soundtrack?
2: That's a tough one. Um, I think it's a toss-up between nine and probably if I'm going to say seven, it's seven remake because I really think they they smashed the soundtrack on that. Yeah, totally. It was just like it was pure magic, and they really like they brought the nostalgia while also kind of making it more epic. And, yeah, it's probably 7 Remake, you know. I think that's just yeah, the answer. Agree. Yeah, But, I mean, it's hard to find a bad Final Fantasy soundtrack, really, to be honest.
1: That's fair. Also true. And then finally, yeah. the question we're all thinking for you, are, when are you going to play Elden Ring, you heathen?
2: Um, Well, I'm going to play it. I have to play it before the end of the year. Otherwise, there's literally no point in being debut. on the podcasts. Yeah. yeah. So, so I do have to play it. I will say, I've got sort of a list of games that I'm very, very slowly working my way through to, you know, be keeping up for, for gotty time. And Elden Ring's the one of the ones I'm least excited to actually play because I've never gotten into a Souls game before or, a, you know, equivalent. Um, I kind of liked Bloodborne, but I was playing it on stream and there was someone who was a friend in the chat who just kept telling me exactly what to do. And it got very boring (laughs) very quickly. Um, So like, I think I I don't necessarily think the genre is not for me and I'm definitely going to play it, but it's like, it's not quite as exciting to me as for example, I've not played horizon yet this year or Mm -hmm. Ghostwire Tokyo, which I think is just from a developer. I think a very interesting and definitely sounds very different. So like, it's hard to say, Oh, I'm gonna to rush to play it really soon, but I definitely will play it. But yeah, I'm not quite there yet.
1: Okay, and then the real Captain Redemption asks for our final question: Would you all rather see a remake of the original or a brand new Deus Ex entry?
2: That's such a hard question <laughs> because I really easy
1: for me, but
2: okay. What's you go first then?
1: Well, my answer would be the same for any, any game, really. I'd rather see a new entry in any series. If I could choose, that's not to say I don't go a bit giddy when I, there are certain announcements of remakes of certain games that I like, yeah. but if I had to ever choose, I would say I want a an amazing new entry in a series than going over old ground. In, in any, even my most beloved games, I would still want a new entry in the series over a remake. So does, that would be the same for
2: this. You're right. That was easy.
0: <laughs> I, I see. I think enough times passed now that I would like a reimagining. So a reboot, yeah. a bit a, like a bit like what I, I believe they're doing with Perfect Dark. Like I'd like, yeah, like, yeah. Of, I, mm. I, I think. I think the world's changed, and I don't think like Adam Jensen's character works. So I don't think you can kind of just make another one. I I get it. He's supposed to be sort of almost inhuman because of the, the the augmentations. I I just it's it's um I just, I don't think it works as well. I think you have to do a bit of a kind of a god of war or or you know a reimagining, not change the gameplay necessarily how the game plays, but um I think it needs yeah I, I sort of somewhere in between, like a new one, but a kind of rebooted reimagining for me. So
2: yeah. I think the reason I find this more of a struggle is, like, I've played through the original Deus Ex, like, what, 20 times, probably. Like, it's absolutely one of those, like, all-time favorite, just, like, a game that really, really clicks with me, and I love so many things about the mechanics. And I do find it kind of sad that people who you know, are wanting to play it in current times, I just don't think it would age well enough. No, not at all. At all, because it's a very old game at this point. Mm. Um, But by that same token, I also just don't really think a remake would, no matter how good it was, quite hit as hard and as good as, like, a really good new entry. If they made a really, really good new entry, I think it would be more exciting than, than a remake, but yeah, it's one where I struggle a little bit just because that first game is a masterpiece. It's an amazing, amazing game, and yeah, it's it's one that it would be nice to be able to play slightly modernized, but yeah, I it's still a new entry in it. Yeah, decided.
0: New entry. In one. No. no. Okay. <laughs> That's end. the end
1: of yeah. Chris Hyde's listener correspondence Third for this fucking time.
0: wow Well, if you enjoyed Chris Hyde's listener correspondence or anything we do on godisageek.com and you're watching the video version of this podcast, hit the pause button now and look just down there. There's a little message for you. And essentially it's to tell you that you can support us by going to patreon.com slash godisageek and you can support everything we do. Everything we do. Um, and it goes directly to the people on this podcast. It supports us. Um there's fresh articles going up there's a new exclusive podcast starting uh well if you're watching this live it's next week if you're watching the archive it's probably a day or two after this but you have to be a patreon to hear that that's the only way that's going to be heard for anyone it's on there unless you know like people stick up in the pirate bay like i say is the internet lovely place but yeah we really do appreciate your support and if you can't you know, times are tough, Jesus Christ, we all know. If you can't do that, just a like or a share or just telling your friend about this great podcast you listen to helps us out enormously. Or particularly, you know, hey, have seen this review? I really enjoyed it. Go and look at it. Or you know, just a comment. All these things help us. Don't be the guy that thinks, or girl, that thinks, you know, oh, no, no, it won't make no difference. It will. Like one person just saying something nice, for example, you know, we do look at them and we do think, and it's like, oh, it's nice. It makes you feel good. Feels feel like what you're doing is worth something. It's always nice to have positive reinforcement. And on that note, Chris and Lyle, you've been wonderful. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And to everybody else, we will speak to you next week or whenever you choose to listen. Bye-bye for now.